Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. February 9th of 2004, 21-year-old UMass Amherst student Maura Murray disappeared in the White Mountains of New Hampshire in one of the most perplexing mysteries of our time. For years, we have covered Maura's case and the tireless online community that surrounds it in great detail. We have since expanded our mission with this series, raising awareness and shining a light on the stories of other missing persons. We now sit on the board of directors of the nonprofit organization Private Investigations for the Missing, which was founded by Bruce Maitland. Bruce's daughter, Brianna Maitland, went missing from Montgomery, Vermont on March 19th of 2004, just six weeks after and about 80 miles away from where Maura Murray vanished. Private Investigations for the Missing aims to assist with investigations for underserved families whose missing loved ones have been forgotten by the media or by law enforcement. Through our growing community, we hope to shed a light on these cold cases. Families and loved ones can reach out to us at investigationsforthemissing.org. This is Missing. Welcome back to Missing. This is part two of our evening with the gang. That is Bruce Maitland, Chloe Cantor, P.I.'s Greg Overacker, Lou Barry, and Brianna Maitland's old friend Kira. And hopefully you can listen to part one and you want to do that before you listen to this. 
And as most of you know at this point, but for some of you who do not know, Bruce Maitland is the head of a nonprofit. He founded this nonprofit called Private Investigations for the Missing, and he was wonderful enough to invite Tim and I on the board, and we have a wonderful board that has grown out of that, which includes our friends Michelle Kazuba, Jillian Kuzma, and our partner in crime, Jennifer Amell, also works very closely with the organization. And Greg and Lou, they are sort of the assigned private investigators who are working on various cases. So go to investigationsforthemissing.org for more information or to donate or to just simply pop in and say, hey, I think you're doing a good job and uh, keep up the keep up the good work. And we just want to give a shout out to Chloe Cantor of the True Crime Twins, who uh, had a had a rough couple of weeks with some health issues. She's currently in the hospital as we record this. She has been diagnosed with Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is pretty rare. It's known as GBS, and uh, she is recovering. She is uh, recovering with treatment as we speak. And Tim, you and I had spoken about this, whether or not we should mention it on the show. And you said that she told you that she would rather people know about this so that at least it could raise some awareness. Um, If anyone is experiencing anything like this, anyone who has any um, moment where you feel like your nerves aren't reacting or you're having some sort of vision impairment or some sort of speech impairment, that's nothing to mess around with. Uh, GBS is a disorder where the body's immune system damages and tries to destroy nerve cells and uh, you're not able to move your muscles can sometimes cause paralysis and it is a syndrome that they really don't fully understand yet uh, but it typically follows something like an infection with a virus or bacteria so just keep all that in your mind any any indication of you or someone you know um, again it's really nothing to mess around with and, and you need to get that treated as soon as possible okay everybody thanks a lot for listening follow us on social media at missing csm And make sure to swing by crawlspace-media.com to check out all of our shows. We have, Tim, literally a slew of new shows that are in the hopper. One of them is live, uh, Dragging the Dead, so check that out. But uh, we have many announcements coming up for many shows that span many genres. So stay tuned. I met Gary years ago. Back back when I first got it, must have been two thousand six or seven. I went up there. She was one of the first people I talked to. Such a nice girl. Helped us out a lot. And I haven't seen her or talked to her in a long time. I talked to her a couple times over the years, but I haven't, I haven't seen her or talked to her in a long time. So Bruce, you know Kira? I've spoken with her some time, yeah, and I you know remember a little bit about her when you know she was Brianna's good friends. I, I wish she would have spent more time with Kira and less with some others. <laughs> You know, in retrospect, for sure. Kira, how are you? Welcome. Hi. <laughs> I can just hear you guys talking, so don't mind me if I'm a disaster. <laughs> That's It's quite all right. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I don't know how long it's been since you and Bruce have seen each other, but there you go. A long time. <laughs> um, since high school, I think, probably. <laughs> You haven't aged, Bruce, so you look really good. And I just as as soon as I as soon as I saw you, I just I saw Brie. So it was nice. 
So you um, and Brianna were friends. Can you, um, I know it's going to be super emotional for you, um, but I think uh, a lot of people want to hear how you guys met and maybe some, <laughs> some adventures. So I lived in Berkshire um, and I started going to MVU. And so I needed to get on the bus um, in Franklin. So I had to drive um, probably 15-ish minutes, 10 or 15 minutes to get to the bus. <laughs> and then it's, I think it was, Bruce might remember, it was like an hour to, I, I feel like I remember an hour and a half, but I could have just been my teenage brain, but it's a really long bus ride either way. Um, we were the, like the last kids to get dropped off. Um, and so they lived close to the store. And so, um, you know, we got on the bus around the same time and I had a leather jacket on. Um, I think I was in 10th grade or halfway through my ninth grade. Uh, and, and Bree commented on it and, um, she was just so sweet and pretty and friendly and, um, just not shy. She just wasn't shy. She was just, and I was, I was so grateful because I was like, Oh, I'm the new girl that, you know, I don't know anyone. And so we chatted from there on out and I just felt like we had so many similarities in that, you know, she was you could definitely dress her up easily, very easily. <laughs> and at the same time, she was, she was rough. Like she girl had, <laughs> she could lay down. <laughs> she, uh, she's very feisty. And I loved listening to her about her, um, training, um, trainings that she did. And, um, you know, just being able to protect herself. It, it was really impressive. I think of her a lot when, uh, my husband and I talk about getting Veda into, uh, you know, Taekwondo or karate or any, any of those things. Like I, I really want to make sure that she's trained in self-defense. So yeah, I just felt like her and I were a lot alike in, in so many ways. She was, you know, definitely had that tomboy sense to her and those are my kind of girls, but I just, I loved her to pieces. Um, I, I love her to pieces. I correct myself every time I say that I don't take to girls instantly. I drove motorcycle for 10 years I you know I have a lot of guy friends like that's just who I am um I, I don't do the ditzy like save me I'm a girl like I, I can't be friends with those girls <laughs> they drive me nuts um so I just took to Brie like right off the bat that she was just um you know her own person and the girls that I still have in my life which are a lot of them I've had since I was five even um it's those kind of girls and she they're just like really special to me. And, and Brie just like fit that, you know, she just fit that glove like hundred percent. Other than the uh, slick leather jacket that you were wearing, do you think that's what it was? Do you think that she might have, um, it's funny you have that sign that says vibes right behind you. Do you think that she might've sensed that vibe coming off of you that she was similar, that the two of you would get along because um not only because like she just saw like you there, but she saw your mannerisms and saw what you put out there. Do you think that that like there was a connection? And when when you spoke to her, did, was there ever a time where you were unsure that you you two would get along? Not for a second. <laughs> Not for a second. We just like I always say that um, you know you yeah you, you fall in love with your husband or your wife, but you fall in love with your friends too. And I'm a huge believer of that and. That's definitely Bree was she Bree's one of those girls where I just like instantly fell in love with her. You know, she was just everything about her, she's just perfect. And I think that she probably also was 
you know, being her sweet, kind hearted self and, and noticing that I was obviously like tense, you know, I didn't like being the new girl at all. Um, so it would, it, it was, would be like her, like her to like reach out a hand and, and save someone that was like feeling awkward. So I was really grateful. And you uh, joined Chloe on True Crime Twins. And what was that like? Was Chloe super intimidating and you were really nervous and you were like, I've never met anyone uh, <laughs> who was just so, uh, <laughs> so hard hitting? Well, it's actually really hard to intimidate me. That's one thing that I have um, mastered in my life and I'm really proud of it. <laughs> so no, not too much. Um, be, just being like, in any sort of public speaking does intimidate me, even though that's like part of my job. But no, Chloe's been amazing. Um, I've always talked to anyone and everyone um, that's ever reached out to me. Um, and like Greg was talking, I didn't realize I was the first person that he met, but I do remember like cruising around in the car with him and just showing him like everything I knew about anything, the area that we grew up. The um, interview was, was really good and um, it is always hard. And, but at the same time, it, it makes me feel better because I, I constantly go through the, what can I be doing more? What, like, I just want to do something. Um, so being able to do something, um, it feels better. And I just try to find creative ways uh, to to get her name out there. I constantly talk about her, constantly. <laughs> do my best to do anything I can. Um, just a side note, uh, you weren't the only one who first met Brie on the school bus. So it seemed to kind of be her thing to reach out a hand. Mm. Um, very sweet. Yeah, super sweet, super sweet. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Kira, I don't know if you can hear me, but I, I couldn't hear you or get visual. Uh, it's just a blank screen, but, uh, you know, I mean, oh. I, I, I'm just so thankful that you were Brianna's friend. And uh, I don't know, it's it's uh, not not all Brianna's friends were true friends, but you were. I, I'm sorry I missed the opportunity to hear what you had to say. Really, so. Um. 
it's so hard to think and talk at the same time. Um, one of my favorite memories with Brie is um, when her and I went to a, um, a pro dirt bike race. And sorry, Bruce, if you didn't know, <laughs> I, I definitely was always like, make sure you tell your parents. Make sure. <laughs> um, and I actually think, Bruce, my mom remembers talking to you. Um, uh, she said she remembers you calling to, to check like, you know, are there going to be parents home and, and, you know, all those like responsible parent questions, you know, my mom was just impressed by that. Um, and when I was talking to my mom about that, I was like, mom, you never called any of my friends <laughs> to check because guess what? There wasn't any parents home, <laughs> um, you know, so it was just kind of a, my mom like gives, sends a lot of respect to you guys and, um, definitely did everything right by her but I don't know if she told you we were going to the pro dirt bike race um I, I assume maybe not <laughs> but she was safe with me um I definitely like, kept an eye on her it was just really fun we had matching uh fox tank tops yeah I wish I still had it Bruce do you uh do you recall hearing about the the dirt bike race probably not <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering I know that you weren't in the same grade this was a question I meant to ask you before. What was Brie like as a student? Was she a good student and participated a lot in class or as far as you knew? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. Um, but, you know, she was just really respectful. She had manners and like, I don't know if it worked out that way for you guys, but like in our area, if you just respect the teachers and like halfway be behave yourself, they'll just keep pushing you through it. Like you'll make it. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she was respectful and um I think we might have had a science class together I feel like my first like thought is like I think she was good at school um you know maybe got a little too chatty like I did too um but that would probably sum it up for her I think I, I, I don't think she was um really rebellious like in school I was uh, I was listening and dying to ask the question about the dirt bike race um, did, I, I, were you riding dirt bikes with Brianna? Was she riding one? Was this something you, did I miss that? <laughs> um, so my, uh, boyfriend at the time, um, Israel Plouf, uh, I had introduced Brie and them, like all our friends kind of just mingled. Um, Shauna also would like go to, to Israel's and, and hang out, um, sometimes with me. And uh, he drove dirt bike and uh, raced here in Vermont. Uh, and then his friend Beetle also raced. And I think I think uh, Bree and Beetle like dated for a minute. Um, and so the four of us went uh, to I think it was Massachusetts to the pro dirt bike races and um, and watched. And it was awesome. <laughs> it was. I used, I mean, I got, for a minute, I was, I got into uh, dirt bike racing and watching and stuff. And so I like, you know, knew all the names and stuff, but I couldn't tell you right now. <laughs> like, and, and you mentioned that you had like jackets, you had you, you like these outfits that you wore. I, I think I bought um, Brie and I um, box tank tops. Um, she bought a red, or she had a red one and I had a blue one. So we had matching tank tops and we like, of course, put those on as soon as we got them. <laughs> Um, and it was 
gorgeous out and super fun. That's great. That's that's awesome. It, it it's amazing. I I didn't grow up in in Vermont, but I grew up in New Hampshire, and I understand the the appeal of the the dirt bike race. And and you said you had the Fox um, tank tops. Did she ever say that she was sneaking out? Was she was like I didn't tell my parents this or? Yeah, it kind of things would go down that way because you know either I would um, I would sometimes like go to her house uh, instead of going home you know from the bus and like oh we'll just I'll just go to your house which my mom I could I mean this is a joke and she knows it just as well as I do but she'd forget me at the bus stop <laughs> so like she'll say I didn't forget you I didn't come get you <laughs> like um, so I would like go to Breeze you know or else she would you know want to come to my house and I'm like did you tell your parents and she's like no because they'll tell me no or something like that and I'm like you need to tell your parents I do not want a part of this like I don't want a part of you getting in trouble um, <laughs> it's not the first time that parents uh, thought I, I was you know like I could be the bad influence they you know they weren't wrong totally I guess Chloe maybe named me correctly I cried as soon as I saw the title of um, her podcast saying that I was like the mother hen and I definitely do that a lot <laughs> um, my friends so um, I, I may have been somewhat of a bad influence on friends not so much Brie um, I think I had smartened up enough at that time but um, in the past and I've always been super protective over my friends, though. Um, that's always been there. So, As we've uh, talked about Brianna and that area and her friends, that seems to be the thread that is uh, constant throughout these conversations. And the theme that's constant throughout these conversations is that you were all very loyal to each other and very protective of each other. Um, do you think that that had something to do with just the small town? and uh the environment yeah it's super small town everyone knows everybody um most people are either they are family or they're like family um you know a lot of my friends would like practically live at my house a lot of times or vice versa so yeah i think people are really close um i still to this day don't understand i mean if if somebody knows like legit knows somebody something i I'm going, I'll be completely floored that the secret has been able to be kept. Absolutely floored. Secrets are not kept around here. They're just not. So that's one of my just things that don't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. There's ungodly things that you can find out around here. And like, um, because people talk, they're bored. They don't have anything else to do. I don't know how low income we're considered in Franklin County, but I feel like it's, it's not super high income. So you know, you put all of those um, characteristics together, you know, small town, somewhat low income. Um, people are bored around here and that's what they do is they talk and the rumors and. That's like, it's, it's really astonishing. Small town, people talk. Everyone, everyone that we have spoken with has talked about how Brianna would walk in a room and light it up and she's a carefree spirit and a, and such a tough human being and loyal but something happened to her and 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 like you just said it's a small town everyone talks why isn't anyone saying anything about that i mean that i i i understand that that must be on your mind every single day 
and I, I'm not saying this to like make it worse, but I feel like saying things out loud help. Like what is wrong with people up there if they don't, if they know, and can you just like put this to rest for the people who care? Like, do one good thing for yourself. Yeah. That's what I, I, I just, I, I, it's really hard for me to believe that, you know, some, like Chloe said, some, sometimes I, I'm like, okay, you know, this, this really feels like this is what it is or, you know, whatever way. And that's changed over the um, years. Um, but throughout what, what has been consistent is that I just don't, and as time goes on more, I just don't know how the secret has been kept. If there is a secret, um, it just makes me think that maybe there isn't a secret, um, or that maybe people really don't know, but there's some stuff that also at the same time makes me go like, "Mm." (laughs) but yeah, that the secret thing really is, it's a big one because somebody would have told somebody and I have talked to every single person. I mean, um, even when, when Greg and I, um, first met, I, I was, I was young. I was 19, I think. And, you know, he was, he had talked about, you know, I want to, um, look into this situation or that situation. And I'm like, I'm on it. Like <laughs> I'm on it, you know, like, and, um, you know, I talk to as many people as I can. And um, I mean, obviously people know that I'm friends with her, but, but people do talk to me. Like I, I definitely am able to get people to open up. It's kind of one of my things. I know you weren't prepared to come on and talk about all this stuff, but, and I do not want to end on a uh, frustrating dark note, but I'm curious if you have a, a, a memory of Brianna that, you just kind of smile at every time you think of uh, that moment. Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> and it's actually helps me every time I talk about her because I think there was a time in my life where I stopped remembering the good things because um, I was so focused on the bad part. So one thing that uh, reminds me of her and it is every day, <laughs> every day that I put my mascara on, I think of her because she had like these ridiculous eyelashes, <laughs> so ridiculous, like the top and the bottom, like they both were just so pretty. So yeah, every time I put my mascara on, I think about her every day, I, she just pops into my mind. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.